0: It packs down to just less than the thickness of a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> you stack all the parts together.
1: Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I'm
0: Brett. Oh, this is where I do this.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm Wesley. <laughs> and this is Fools for Tools, a podcast for the meat eaters treat heater. Uh. So, gentlemen, how are we all? I mean, is that, I think...
0: Is that the title? Is that what we're going for? That, that is what we're
1: going for, <laughs> apparently.
0: I keep, and, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I keep interrupting. It's fine, carry on. I'm not um, tra- this is not what I do, this. I'm not trained for this. <laughs>
2: None of us when you interrupt, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: And I'm sorry, but I'm contractually obliged to make this pun. Um, everyone, we have a real treat for you this week with Mr. Wesley Treat. Thank you very hey! much. Good hey! to be here uh so uh seeing as you're the guest do you want to just tell us introduce you yourself to the like three people that that don't know you uh and just tell us a little bit about what you've been up to the last three people who are listening yeah (laughs) we don't really have that many listeners (laughs) there are there are lesson
0: one for being a a guest on a podcast insult the podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly i'm wesley
0: treat i have a youtube channel i make things i'm a generalist i have no particular specialty in any field um um what what else what else is there about me lots
3: you're bad, oh, otherwise this like. is gonna be a really short <laughs> podcast
2: so that's it so yeah nice talking <laughs> <you>? I, yeah <laughs> thanks for having me and um, it, it would be great to just have a little bit of background wesley on um you know your your profession you seem to be Although you you rather humbly say that you you're you're a generalist and you don't specialize, you do seem to be very gifted. Um, is this right, yeah. your full time gig? Is this what you do for a living? Is this a side gig? Are you?
0: Yeah, a school teacher? Been, what do you do? <laughs> I've been doing. It's it's a it's a quite a, a blurry career. Um, I, um, I I've been a writer, a photographer. Um, I've got a few books that that I I came out with several years ago um that kind of it was it was roadside travel that sort of thing and i spent a lot of time on the road and started falling in love with like old roadside signage that sort of thing um i've been documenting that stuff for years and then that kind of got me into uh making like recreating some of those and i started selling those on etsy and then i started getting interest from you know design clients and that sort of thing and that's really how i kind of fell into my maker career and um started doing videos and uh, i i still do client work um but i'm i'm trying to do more of of the content uh but i'm still kind of in the middle and and i still like doing some i still have you know a few clients that i still work with that i i really like they come to me with some really cool ideas um so uh, i i still do stuff for them and um, that's, that's, yeah, that's kind of my job. It's a, it's a, it's a mix of a lot of different things.
1: It's, it sounds like a, an awesome mix though. Um, I suppose it definitely, it's going to keep things interesting at the very least. you seem to have
2: a, an eye for design as well, Wesley, whether it's graphic design or, um, like mm-hmm. art design, furniture design. What's the, what's the kind of story there?
0: Um, I'd. I d I don't know. I mean, well, I've you know I've, I've got me a, and
2: Brett have a I've, bit of an excuse. I mean, I've
0: got we're... a background in in, you know, in in visual design. I used to do a web designer, like a you know, a lot of us seem to have, have a background in web design. So I, you know, I've I've done graphic design and that sort of thing. And um I don't know, when when I when I approach some of the stuff I do, I I I approach it from a uh, well, I guess it depends on what it is. Like I'll, I'll do, I'll do stuff for my workshop. Um, yeah. like, you know, storage solutions and that sort of thing where it's, where it's my focus more on practicality. It's where, you know, I, I try to come up with something that, that will work for me in the best in, in the way that I work. Um, so I'll just, I'll, you know, play with an idea until I, I eliminate, the little things that annoy me about the way it works um when it comes to something visual uh i i draw a lot on uh like the old uh you know the mid-century stuff the the signage and that you know architecture that sort of thing um when i uh uh, somebody pointed out and i actually i actually didn't notice it the the further burner you were you had mentioned before yeah uh, for anyone who doesn't know it's we can get into this more later i guess but it's a Basically, it's a miniature grill designed primarily for cooking uh, two hot dogs. <laughs> um, it's there there are other uses and people are coming up with new uses for it. But um, somebody had pointed out to me that I didn't notice it actually the profile looks like kind of like a nineteen fifties toaster.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of
0: yes. kind of crept in. Like yeah. the Julia or something. Yeah. So it's sometimes sometimes that things like that will influence me and i don't realize it
2: mm-hmm. it was what initially sort of um caught my eye with your work and, and drew me to your channel was the some of the kind of early space race aesthetic that you have on some of your designs oh yeah um, yeah space like the, stuff yeah, yeah was,
0: like retro just, futurism rocket ships that sort of thing yeah I mean, but with uh, like a super, i was Since i was a kid I've, I've been into that
2: yeah it was really nice
0: for some
1: reason i i have to admit i wasn't following you on Instagram, and I don't know why. Um, Blasphemy! I know. Why?
0: I, yeah, <laughs> that's it's shocking. Uh, that has been corrected. For some reason, I'm, I've been having. I've, <laughs> I, I just. I, I. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing online. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I still don't know. <laughs> I, I still have. I have still have trouble getting the Instagram followers.
1: Yeah, which I think is is insane because your Instagram is really really nice um anybody that's not following me, oh, yeah. go go check them out uh i really like the way it's laid out
0: um wesley underscore treat it's the only platform i could not just get wesley treat it was taken. <laughs> Damn it. oh. it's never been used but i can't i can't grab it for some reason yeah if but, anybody uh, out there knows how i could grab that without the underscore please let me know <laughs> because it quite annoys me that it's the only platform yeah. <laughs> that I have to have the underscore.
1: I think that's why I was quite lucky with having such a weird, uh, social media handle the fact that nobody else had it, but, um, but yeah, it's so you, you we were talking about the, uh, the idea of like the, the mid-century influences and like, I mean, if you scroll down through, um, your, your Instagram feed, there's, there's quite a lot of stuff there that's, really really cool i really like it but as i was scrolling down through i stopped and it reminded me about the um the uh coffee cocktail um uh, sorry no the coffee science kit um, oh yeah yeah
2: (laughs) yeah
1: i i'd completely forgotten about this video because i watched it uh when it first came out and i absolutely forgot about it even existing and I, de- I I remember thinking at the time that I wanted to uh to spiff it and tell people to go watch it and ob- obviously didn't because I'm shit. Well, yeah. But you can do it did- now.
0: Yes, uh, well, it's still up there.
1: Yes, and everyone should go and watch it because it's brilliant. <laughs> but do you want like where did the inspiration for that come from because it's such a a unique kind literally,
0: of literally I had just bought a new coffee maker. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> but, but That's like, I do a lot, of, a lot of the stuff. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that I, I do is often just uh, filling some some need that I have. Yeah. And yeah. then I, I take it too far. I can't just make a thing. I gotta go, okay, how do I make it? How do I make this a lot more interesting? How do I make this a lot cooler? How do yeah. I complicate this for myself? <laughs> it's a a typical uh, maker thing to do. I think yeah, how
1: can I make this simple thing more complicated
0: and I actually it was a complete coincidence uh, That mm. I uh, I got a a sponsor interest uh, from a, a coffee they sell uh, coffee beans mm. um, and I had this I is I was literally working on this at at the time and I said hey, this is perfect I've got a video that'd be perfect for you guys and but I got I got flack. Uh, not a lot, but a, a couple of people were commenting. They're like, you know, I, I like your projects a lot better when you're not doing it just for a sponsor. <laughs> oh, <wow>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, no, so it's dumb. no, seriously, I was already working on this.
2: <laughs> it's for the thing I'm already making. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, make me, right. doesn't Yeah, it, it was it's just for Squarespace. Uh,
0: yeah, and, and it's... And, and yeah, so it was i guess i i should explain what it is um i needed a thing I, I got a new coffee i had this old old coffee maker from probably the 70s it was brown and you know making of a, i never it's just me so i was making like two cups in the pot it was ridiculous so i decided i'm finally getting one of these these fancy new you know one mug coffee maker yeah. pod things mm-hmm. so i got one that was pod it does pods and and beans and i figured okay i need a whole thing but it's it's hard it was hard to fill the the back of it it was real narrow where you pour the water in So I'm like okay yeah. i'm gonna have to use ai am gonna get a funnel i'll do a funnel and then um i need like a new stir thing and throw, and i've always loved like uh lab equipment yeah, I was never into like chemistry in school or anything like that. I just loved the whole science, the yeah. tools and test tubes and stuff, <laughs> you know. So and, and I just those two things came together in my head. And so I made a, a, a rack out of out of walnut and uh, I combined it with some uh, some white acrylic. And uh, so I've got my little funnel and the little drip thing underneath it is Petri dishes and, and I got a long stir spoon that's actually for you, like doing measuring powders and, uh, and I got test tubes, uh, some fat test tubes that are just the right size for a serving of beans. Wow. So I can, instead of like scooping it out yeah. every morning, you know, getting, pulling the bag out and, you know, di- I can just, I can set that up. Like on Sunday, I fill up all my test tubes and they're the perfect amount. So i just open my grinder and pull up pour a test tube full and so there's just a rack test tube rack and the whole thing it's like a whole kit yeah. for doing my coffee and uh like i said yeah i can't just you know throw it together really simple i have to complicate the whole thing yeah. I, don't,
1: I think that's what it, i really like that's what drew me to the the video in the first place is the fact that it was it was, I don't want to say it was over-engineered because it's it's not like unnecessarily over over oh, it No, it's, it's completely
0: over-designed. over-designed, completely. Yeah. But but it's such Do- a doing cool the way. little doing the little uh, uh trim around the <laughs> acrylic part yeah. was so painful because it's so <laughs> small and delicate. And getting But it looks so
3: good.
2: <laughs>
0: But, oh and uh, my favorite part i forgot to mention is what i keep the sugar in is what is, a, is yes. a big erlenmeyer flask which is that kind of cone shaped yeah you know the, which is one of my favorite pieces of of uh <laughs> lab <Yeah>. equipment <laughs>
1: I, I think that's what's so cool about it as well is the fact that it is it looks like it's an actual lab experiment and it's just for making coffee it's it's, it's wonderful i i very much like it's, that video and ev- everyone should go and watch it and everyone should go and follow uh on all social medias because am
0: am i i i I think some people will sometimes uh assume like my apartment is full of like you know cool mid-century stuff and (laughs) and the furniture and things it's the rest of my apartment is is pretty pathetic (laughs) (laughs) the desk i'm sitting at has like this thin i've had this desk for like 20 years and it's like something I got at at one of the office stores and it's the peel, the edge is peeling. I don't, well, I can't move the camera, but just completely pe- where I rub my arms. It's like a paper thin veneer that's completely rubbed up every, like my whole apartment, but every, like in a corner, there will be like the one nice like coffee rack thing <laughs> that I put all of my time in. <laughs> so the entire, <laughs> yeah, the, it, it, all of my stuff is like that. It'll do like one little overly designed nice thing <laughs> over here on some thrift town uh, <laughs> table that I got.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I can't really say much cause my, my desk has this, it, my desk is an Ikea desk from like probably about 15 years ago. And uh, I got so annoyed with the fact that it was rubbish and it, I didn't have enough room for everything that I went out and I, Built this really nice, like really nice plywood um, monitor razor thing, and it's got little cubby holes for everything else. And it is literally just balanced on top of this shitty IKEA desk that wobbles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: but yeah, priorities, um, priorities, right? That's all it is. Exactly. Uh,
1: we could actually segue from that beautifully into our topic, but uh, as with tradition, I'm not going to take an easy segue. I'm going to ask the other two what they've been up to first. Uh, and then I'm going to come up with a really bad segue to go into the topic proper. Nice. So, uh, Brett, what have you been up to in the last seven days?
3: Nothing.
0: Awesome. <laughs>
3: no. Uh, I have been helping Mr. Mike Montgomery still on his um, shack workshop situation. We hung insulation and plywood. Insulation day was so fun i love being itchy it's the best to just be itchy you, you, you
0: seem insincere Brett.
3: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um and i was like full covered and it doesn't matter did you guys know this little tip trick of the trade i guess if you cover yourself in baby powder it's supposed to solve all those problems Really? Like, I want to douse myself a baby powder and try it and see if it works. Now,
2: we used to do this horrible thing in the kitchen where, like, if you, you'd get certain uh, gentleman rashes from working in a yes. hot environment for, for too long, um, and the the like the cruel thing you'd do to newbies would say that flour was a really good remedy for it. <laughs> <laughs> so people would be using flour as where well. you'd use like talcum powder and instead of a. Well- What's
1: that thing <laughs> in uh, in Chef where they they're driving down in the food truck and they put um, is it cornstarch
2: and oh, you just God, yeah. driving
1: <laughs> as he's doing that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Lord,
0: what, was that a reference to the uh, the '90s British sitcom Chef oh, with oh. Lenny Henry,
3: which was yes? Great.
1: <laughs> that, look that at me, I know that things. Was.
3: That was a deep cut with <laughs> Yeah. Uh, aside from that, I I got done working with um, Mike last night and tried to come home and finish the video that we filmed together. Uh, Wesley's comment about the sponsor and the reaction from people to that sponsored video reminded me that uh, Mike is currently dealing with his sponsor that kickstarted this entire project for him to come over and forge and do all these things. It turns out, even though they came up with the idea of this survival kit and these little Kiridashi knives these little utility knives and they were super keen on it he found out two days ago that the legal department of bacardi was like we can't give away knives and he was like great yeah i don't know what we're gonna do with the video then (laughs) so i was like well i'm still gonna make mine and he was like yeah you do whatever you want i i just had to tweak a couple of things for his sake on on the edit and then hopefully after the podcast is over i can finish it up and get that uploaded It was a fun little video because I am so not used to having other people in the videos with me and Mike's just kind of constantly around and in the background. (laughs) And we did a little on camera, a couple of on camera things.
1: From having no one to having a toddler.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. I mean, think about it. Like there are videos obviously on my channel where I've, I've gone and made things with other people or like our 10 makers thing. And it's always really interesting when you, start talking about the idea of it's almost like Wesley being on the podcast. It's like, have you watched one of my videos before? Because I I do things in a very particular way. (laughs) And Mike is amazing on camera. And the minute you say we're recording, like he is ready to go and talk about playing, playing to the room. It's like I had to step up and not make as many mistakes or maybe spend less time going, no, I shouldn't say it like that. Like Mike is just, he's on it. So anyway, I'm I'll be happy once the video's done. We're gonna try and get a little bit more work done on his workshop. And aside from that, oh ooh, the other little big piece of news is I officially submitted documents and dues and I'm waiting on a review process right now from, from yes, the sir. The check having. is in the mail. <laughs> nice jack burton quote did you catch that one wesley <laughs> um i'm sorry i was i was not listening i was not listening <laughs> god i appreciate it like so steve much. <laughs> uh oh, but yeah please. this is the this is the like oh uh you waited to have the meeting so now you can pay to have the meeting so that we can have the meeting yeah awesome redundant but i'm it's another if step i like- did, yeah, if I get something back from them, it should be positive. Yeah. <laughs> <No> hope, <laughs> mark. Yeah, but it, it could be good. I mean, sending them as much money as I did has to yeah. have something to get done. Yeah. Nice. That's it um, on my end.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like a s- slightly frustrating, if uh, if a if quite productive week, though. Um, yeah.
3: Ups and downs. Yeah.
1: Uh, Al, what about you? I can imagine that you have had a hugely relaxing, chilled out week, barely any work to
2: do. I was going to say, quite a nice segue from the frustrating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, like real last minute panic to get everything done at work, yeah. work wise before Christmas. Um, and actually the 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 animation thing that I've been doing on Instagram, the little um, advent calendar. I haven't got a single one this week. <laughs> they're ramping up to get a bit more challenging actually yeah um, i think i've got an easy one for you guys tomorrow and um, the, the the main one of the main reasons i actually started that project is because i wanted to do it at work and i wanted mm-hmm. everyone at work all the designers each day to do a different day of the calendar yeah and work being work thought it was a shit idea so they <laughs> didn't do it so i i was just like well i'll do it myself and i'll do it every day yeah um Work again, being work, have gone like, oh, actually, that is quite a nice idea. Can you do it for work as well? <laughs> no. So, <yeah. laughs> so I'm doing a seven day one for work. Um, yeah. Um, um, it's basically seven, seven like joys of Christmas, um, leading up to Christmas Day. So it started on Friday. Um, seven days leading up to Christmas, and each one will be just like a nice thing, like putting up your Christmas tree, having a your first eggnog, um wrapping presents, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I've done a similar thing. So I've briefed all the designers each to come up with something different. So we've got an illustrator done one, we've got a guy doing one in 3d. Um, we've got someone who draws like digitally digital painting. Um, so I've hopefully, um, and then one of my movies. So hopefully by the end of it, we'll have seven like really nice posts. Um, so I've just been curating that and animating that and bringing that to life. Um, And I've just started today uh, just making some Christmas presents. So uh, sort of inspired by the Treasure Trade little character that I made uh, for Tom and also kind of Sophie's um, Funko Pop characters that Mm -hmm. she does of all the makers. Yes, yes. I thought it was super nice. Uh, What I'm doing for the little girls is I'm making them like their own superheroes. Because you like, I went to try, try and buy gifts for them, and it's just like everything's yeah. just fucking Disney. You can't move yeah. for Disney. Um, and it's just like, ugh, do I really want to just give them someone else's story and give them someone else's character? And I thought, no, fuck it. So I bought a load of Funko Pops, and I'm going to, like, bash them all and then repaint them with, like, the features of the, the girls so they'll, they'll be their own little superheroes yeah. um, and then redo all the packaging so, like, it'll be, like, the identities of them. So it will be like a nice, cool. kind of like a nice little story for them, and then like um, hopefully like a really cool,
3: unique superhero character yeah. as well at the yeah, back of it. Great. That's fucking awesome. How many yeah. Steady Crafting videos did you watch? <laughs> 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 I, uh,
2: definitely for the packaging, because um, that really knocked it up for, a notch for me when I saw him just doing like simple vac forming and just printing out like backing cards and all of a sudden you're like, Oh my God, that's a real toy. Now that's like, that's a real, that's a, that's a real product on a real mm-hmm. bit of packaging. Yeah. It's like, oh, super cool. So yeah, there'll be, there'll be oh. some acrylic paint and, uh, probably lots of Sculpey yeah. in, my, in my near future. Nice.
3: That's,
1: that sounds amazing. I am really looking forward to seeing what you end up producing, like the final result, cause I can imagine <laughs> it's going to be extremely cool. Uh,
3: speaking well, of I'm extremely making, cool how about those axe making videos on instagram
1: that, ah yes thanks brett yes that uh that all stems from the fact that uh you know how i said last week that i chopped up a load of wood and it was great and really good fun no uh,
3: i wasn't paying attention
1: <laughs> i i gave myself tendonitis and i've not been able to hold a hammer all fucking week um <laughs> which has been really, really useful and, and great when we're in the middle of the Christmas rush. Um, actually, no, that's kind of a lie. Things have started to wind down for us uh, work-wise, so it's not the end of the world, and it's meant that I've basically just had a few days um, sat at the desk doing uh, little things like the, the little mini clips where we're just taking um, footage from previous videos and doing little Insta clips for it. Uh, with it, with it, sorry. Um Which is really good, Uh, and that's kind of it. Like I've I've had a a, I started yesterday on um, uh, my Christmas present for my dad, um, and failed twice. So I'm hoping that I can convince Al to give me a little bit of free time this week to uh, to have another attempt, Um, but failing that he's he's just going to be like everyone else in the in the family and get their Christmas present in January as mm-hmm. is tradition um but yeah uh that's kind of it like it's been it's been a busy week uh but quite chilled and relaxed and nothing particularly exciting going on um but the exciting thing that we have had going on is the discussions for what we're going to be doing um kind of this week when the podcast comes out so like the few days before Christmas and between Christmas and New Year's, and probably the first couple of weeks of um, January, which is, uh, we've got a list of. Some of them are like products for commissions, and some of them are just products that we want to make. So we're going to spend um, the next few weeks just basically mucking about and doing some product development, um, which. Also happens to be the topic for this week, uh like developing products and stuff like that. And I bet you all thought that it was going to be a really shit segue and sound really forced. But
0: no, I got this because I'm a professional. Well done. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. You have to credit sure. Brett. Brett, Brett. Brett. threw that to you. A couple he days. did. Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah. That, that,
1: yeah. I, I definitely have to uh, slip him a check in the post. Um, oh, but yes. uh So we're 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 gonna do a little bit of a thing about product development because well, in fact i'll tell you what saying it was brett's idea brett why don't you go
3: yeah all right i was also raising my hand for those of you that can't see our screens while we're recording i like that um, you use
0: the actual analog hand and not the little hand button at the bottom <laughs> it of the which i realize now is pointless because you can just do this there yeah. you go <laughs> exactly
3: yeah. uh yeah so because it's wesley and because of you know, how well the, the burner seems to be going over. Um, I feel Talk like, a I, lot of people... yeah,
0: I've, I make it, I make it look good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> come on. Undersell there, Wesley. Um, I know there's a, you know, plenty of people within our space that try and develop new products or, you know, Jim's got the ice pick or a multitude of other things that he's come out with. So he's a good example of people doing like, Variations on a standard, um, but developing these products in a way that kind of shows off the brand or has your aesthetic in mind. The fact that you mentioned earlier that the, the burner looks like a 1950s toaster. And when I was starting to look into a lot of your content on YouTube, I started to recognize a lot of the retro stuff or the retro aesthetic that you were um, doing, like the um, the Sputnik lights. Yeah, um,
0: I have a special place in my heart for for Sputniks. Yeah,
3: well, the the mid century or, or kind of like the you know that old modern style that we see along with your signage, it's made me think a little bit more about how much focus gets put on form and function when you're trying to think of a product because i feel like we've all made the joke that no one can make anything new it already exists you know unless it's maybe technology driven so where do you find a balance or let's talk about the further burner specifically where did you find the balance in approaching the problem or the problem solving did you start with i want a flat packable thing
0: I completely created a problem that i could (laughs) that i could solve with this (laughs) Well, it was it was the 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 way that it developed was the original. I was inspired, as so many of us are, by Laura Kampf, um when she did. She made a little uh, grill out of one of those big fire extinguishers. Yes, yeah. right? I think it was. So and cool. and it it turned out so I absolutely fell in love with it, <laughs> okay. and it was perfect. And it and it was it actually you know, solve a pro you know, usually you've got a, a big grill, you break break out the grill when you want to cook a whole bunch of stuff. And but if you just want, you know, something for yourself, you want lunch, you don't need to fire up all, an entire grill. So it was actually it was practical. Yeah. It made sense. You know, you don't you don't need a, a whole you just, you know a few briquettes in there and you can fry up some sausages and you know whatever whatever you guys cook over there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gruel, just gruel. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I, and I loved it, and I thought that's because I, I love anything, anything ridiculously small, or unnecessarily big. Yeah, <laughs> and anything good, anything out of scale in either direction. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought, how could I, how could I take that idea and make it ridiculous? And and I thought, one, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a grill that's gonna cook one hot dog, <laughs> one wiener.
3: But this is the beautiful thing. And you, I, you, you and, and so I made.
0: Yeah, I made. That, that was and that was. I did a video on that where it was just and I like I I just took a steel pipe and cut yeah. that in half and that was right, the ends right. of it and then connected. And it was just wiener. So it was a wiener-shaped grill, like <laughs> a wiener. And. <laughs> And it didn't. And I usually don't think it's I'm I'm usually trying to think of of things that I might be able to sell as a product. Yeah. But I I never it never connects with me when I when I'm actually working on something for some reason. But uh, several people were like, I want one of those. Make me one of those. How much (laughs) how much do you want for that? But it was completely impossible to make one those on a large scale because it was yeah. completely custom made and custom cut. And so I, I started trying to come up with a, a way of doing it as a, as how could I cut it out of flat pieces of steel, you know, yeah. plasma cut these and fit it together. And, um, I, 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 uh, the idea I, the, originally I wanted it, it was going to be, it's you know, like a uh, tab and slot. Right? Yeah. Um, and I came up with the idea to do these hooks so that it would hook together and stay together. And and originally I imagined making it tight enough that you'd, you'd hammer it together. I'd wanted people to be able to do this, people who who couldn't weld to still be yeah. able to to have one of these. But you could tack weld it up and you know you know strengthen if you wanted to.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, after working on it, I realized you know what this could actually be a feature. You could take it apart. Yeah. So you could clean it and flap and it's a and i and i i I realized after i finished the whole thing that it it packs down to just less than the thickness of a wiener (laughs) all the parts together and and so and of course and then i went through the whole the whole process and i worked with uh i'm sure you guys know richard day at uh, 42 fab yeah Yeah, 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 um he he approached me because i I started doing prototypes out of wood, and I posted it on Patreon. I'm like, "What do you guys think about this? Give me some feedback." And he contacted me and said, "Hey, uh, I could cut those for you." Um, so we worked together, and he helped me figure out the tolerances on every, on everything, because doing it in wood and then doing it in steel, two completely different things. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the steel has no give to it, so <laughs> trying to get it so trying to get it so that. I, it was a whole... And Richard did a whole lot of work on this. I have to give him a lot of credit. Um, and, and I was... I I was a little picky about it because it was my first real product. And um I was trying not to be too picky. But he... Yeah, he... You had to get it so that it would go together easily enough. So you have enough tolerance so that the plasma... Because it's going to it's gonna be... A, you know, you're cutting it out on a plasma table. It's going to be a little tiny bit of difference you know Mm -hmm. um but you don't want it too loose like the first one that that we did um like if i tried to pick it up at all it just came apart yeah um and then it had some wobble in it and i realized i i changed it was it was like one hook on each side realized if i put two hooks together then it wouldn't have that pivot point point. so yeah it's a whole trial and error process and um I'm I'm getting off. Am I getting off track? I'm getting off track. No,
1: no, no, no. I, I just wanted to like quickly say like that's I think that's one of the things that people forget when when you're doing a a, a product, you you have to go through these trial and error things because otherwise you end up with, oh, yeah. with it, where just that little like the little bit of tolerance that you haven't accounted for just makes it yeah, like yes, it will still work, but it doesn't quite do the thing that you want to do. And if yeah, there was it, it didn't feel quite right
0: yeah. at first. You want to, you have to, I, I am, I'm very, uh, I get anxious when I'm thinking about when somebody receives something that I, that yeah. I send. Them, whether whether like a custom, um, uh, commission for somebody, you know, I, I, I've gotten a lot better about this where I see the little errors in the corners, you know, yeah. and they don't, they're not going to see everything that we see. Yeah. And I've, I've gotten a lot better about letting some of those things go. Um, but I do want, I did want when people receive this to have a good, you know, you want them to have a good experience with it, you know, Yeah. You, they don't want to, you know, if they're paying decent money for this, I don't want them to get it and go, you know, this seems really loose. Yeah. A lot looser than I thought it would be. But, that kind I- of thing. I think if you
1: if you're making like say if you're making like a one off piece and there's a couple of bits wrong with it you're like oh, okay well you know that was I did the best I could but like say if you if you're doing a, a product where people are multiple people are going to be paying for it you you want it to feel or you you want it to go out with the feeling that actually yeah you you are 100% confident that this is you know this is going to serve the purpose it's it does exactly yeah. what it says on the tin you're not going to get people coming back and saying why is it loose or why is this yeah. not working
0: um, yeah if i'm not happy with it i yeah it's yeah so and it was in, in that whole process of you know getting everything right and um and richard sells on on his site he does uh welding kits yes um some really great stuff uh you know like uh, uh fire pits and, and a lot of stuff and uh and we we did a deal where he he could sell a kit version of this um that's like a uh, it comes like a like an airplane model it comes in two sheets where it's all tab tabbed, tabbed together so you cut the different pieces apart and then weld them together yeah. and so you know i i developed um so so i've got the we've got the the welding kit which is you know, less expensive, but you have to be able to weld. And, and it's, it's a, it's a project, you know, and yeah. which I really liked too. Um, that, you know, it can be a project that somebody could put together or they could be involved in it. And then I've got the, the deluxe version, which is the knockdown. And then I included some handmade skewers and, and it's, you know, it's more uh, there's my hand is involved in it a little more. Yeah. Um, and so that developing, those two versions became part of that whole product development process. And then I had to figure out how to market each one of them and, you know, sell people on why the deluxe is more expensive. It's got all these extra features, you know, and, and yeah. So it was a whole, it was a whole new experience for me doing this.
2: Yeah. It's it's, it's funny you say about the, the deluxe and the, the reasoning behind stuff and, and why it might be, for instance, a little bit more expensive. Um, we were talking about the Mandalorian uh, before the show started as is tradition. Um, <laughs> and I was just watching on YouTube uh, a video of the, um, uh, what's the house that makes all the cool uh, collectible toys? Um, oh. Big oh, infinite S.
1: Yeah. Uh... S- silver
2: screen, whatever. Um, and they were doing like the, the deluxe, Mandalorian figure with the child. And it was like, oh, it's it's like the regular one, but we we hand um hand paint everything and do all the detailing and do all the weathering. And yeah. and I was watching it and like each panel was getting all the like sort of 17 different coats of weathering to to get to a, a, <laughs> a nice storytelling. And I was just like, fuck, this is a lot of work going into this. And yeah. I was trying to think, even just like on an hourly rate. How much this is an investment, just to, just to knock that 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 up another notch. Whereas if you know if you're looking through the the toys catalog and seeing the, the the regular model next to the premium model, you're like, oh, it looks a little bit nicer. It's like, no, this is like five days more work. Yeah, Go on,
1: Steve. yeah. I yeah. I I just wanted to jump in because we've got this um, this ongoing issue uh, with the the stuff that we're doing in the Forge. Like there is. There are a lot of other people that are doing um, similar stuff to us, um, where we've you know we, we've gone out and we've bought one of their products to be able to just have a look and see see what it, what it's like and what it, what they're doing with it. And there are a lot of people that um, that are selling these uh, these products as being handmade, mm-hmm. but you know, you can see where they're laser cut and you can <laughs> see where. Yeah, you know, this has been like machine riveted together or, or whatever, and yeah, Wesley,
2: um, why are you not hand forging each of these panels? <laughs> the
0: fucking... uh, but I'm so, yeah, I, I'm i such an asshole. Shame on you. And, uh, well, I was gonna say because that, that's what I really sorry, like. can I, I say? say can I say asshole in this podcast? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. asshole. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, but but like, what do what, what your... you guys do? You, do you guys, serious question, do you say arsehole? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Steve does because
2: he's a pirate from, yeah. from the West <laughs> yeah. Coast. Yeah, okay. All
0: right.
1: um, <laughs> fucking dick. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Yes, so that was that was the thing that I that I picked up on uh, that I really like with the deluxe one is the fact that you've still got those, you know, the handmade skewers. And and one of the problems that we have is obviously like the pans, for example, the pan bases aren't overly expensive to produce. Um, it's the handles where all the work goes in, or the handles and... assembly that where all the work goes in and we have looked at being able to produce a um a much cheaper version of the pan uh to be able to offer it to more people and there was this ongoing discussion about the fact that yes we could design um a a laser cut uh handle and there's a couple products where we are getting a load of stuff that's going to be laser cut just to make it feasible that we can actually do it but we have this um like there's a desire for us to maintain a level of um of of being handcrafted and it's where like how far down do you go before it starts i mean it's the age-old thing of like is you know is cnc real real woodwork working because you're using a computer well yes because you've got all the design aspects in it and and for us because obviously we're selling our stuff as forged kitchenware you know there has to be a certain level of um of that craft involved in in the product um and i think, I think all i'm saying is like it's, it's a really difficult or it's a really fine line to tread between having something that is uh that you're completely uninvolved with after the the final design and having something where like say you say you know you have to make everything and therefore the price is skyrocketing
3: mm-hmm. um,
1: yeah
0: and there's I, a there's a perception you have to you have to take the perception of the customer into account too because you could you could make you know some wooden handles for something and Mm -hmm. put all of your time into it cut them out of the dowel yourself uh put them on a lathe and give it a little groove and round over the edges Mm -hmm. and then you know clear coat them with a varnish yourself and put a bunch of time into it um but if i just you know bought like a pre varnished section of dowel yeah if it looks the same, it's not going to matter to the customer, yeah. Necessarily, you know. Depending on, and of course, there's also the, you know, you have to take the personality aspect into it too. Like some, somebody like Jimmy makes makes something, you know. You want people are going to want something that Jimmy had his hands on, yeah. You know, that he his his hands were involved in it, um, regardless. But, you know, s- you know, some everyday product uh there it has to i mean it has to feel like somebody actually you know handcrafted it somehow yeah um so and that's that's what there's a lot of those things i was trying to you know balance too and in what i was making you know i'm making i'm making the skewers i'm cutting those i you know i get long sections of of stainless steel and i cut them myself and you know sharpen the points and make the you know the wooden handles myself um and i'm thinking is that an is that enough uh you know for this to be a to be called deluxe Mm
3: -hmm.
0: um so and and there's and and me and, and i don't know if i have you know enough of that personality aspect for it to matter to a lot of people i do have a lot of great you know subscribers i've got a you know uh, who are extremely supportive and, and, you know, some of them did want something that I, I did myself, mm-hmm. Yeah. but, you know, on the whole, when I start getting outside of the customer base of YouTube, you know, is, is it going to be enough?
1: I mean, I think for, for you and for this product in particular, that's a really interesting point because at this point you're selling, you're marketing a, a product as opposed to marketing a story. So like with, with us, like the reason that we are able to charge the money that we charge for our products is because the story behind them and the fact that people aren't just buying, they're not buying a pan from us because they need a pan. They're buying a pan from us because they want a handmade pan and, and, and all yeah. that. Whereas um, like the, the fur burner, that's that's something that someone that has no idea who you are never heard of Wesley Treat before, never seen a YouTube video before,
0: they're going to look at it and Who go... Who are those <laughs> There's like three of them in existence.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it. They do this for free? <laughs>
0: yeah, I went, I went back and forth because my my logo is is uh, cut into the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you can actually, when you get the coals going, you know, it glows <laughs> from behind. Yeah. I But I went back and forth on whether or not I should put my logo on it. You know, whether people would would i mean the people who don't know who i am would they look at that and go what what is why is that on why why would i want
2: it's, it's a wiener turner i I, yeah. I i
0: didn't yeah i didn't know whether that would turn think, some think, people I, off of it or I, not i don't think so because I,
1: like if you look at um the the first thing that came to mind is the smeg fridge which is a really bad example because it's a really yeah. um but you know there are there are plenty of products out there it's another
0: british Show yeah. reference. Should I get? By the way, <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I I love Red Dwarf, um, <laughs> but but I think like it's it's one of those things where you because you're producing this product and it's the product that's selling itself um, because it's it's a cool product um, having your logo on it. I don't I don't think that's going to put anyone off because they're they're interested in the product. What it is going to do is it's going to make a few people go who what you know what is this logo why is this logo on there and it's going to drive people yeah. that that are looking at the product first back to your social media and enter to, to what who you are and what you do um so yeah i, I think it's 100 percent. i would have put like if it was me i definitely would have put my logo on it
2: can i just can I, sorry red dwarf yeah, yeah. is my favorite tv show of all time and <laughs> I've, I've read all the books i've watched all the shows million times over i've never once realized that the fridge is a cold smeg. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that brand of fridge is called Smeg and that nobody has ever called that out
0: before. <laughs> why the fuck is there a brand called Smeg? I was aware of Red Dwarf <laughs> before I was aware that there was a Smeg brand. So the yeah, first time do. I saw that, I, I was I've like, never, Why, I've never put why, why would someone do that?
2: <laughs> How did you not realize that? Because I've never I've never discussed the two in the same conversation before. <laughs> so my brain's never made the link between. First time I
1: ever, I, I can't remember who it was, but it was like a family friend or something like that. And they had this new Smeg fridge that they were really proud of. And <laughs> uh, yeah, into the house. And went, <laughs> Smeg, why have you got Smeg written on your fridge? And then they had to explain that it's a really well-known brand. I was like, oh, Oh, you you don't know why I think this
0: is funny, do you? Like, okay, I lo- I think Brett looks completely lost.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to bully Brett into watching Red Dwarf. Please. <laughs> yeah.
3: I haven't gotten a chance to dive down that rabbit hole. I've been too busy with other British shows. Name uh-huh. one of the other thousand that I've watched. <laughs> yeah, you did watch yeah, it.
0: I, I, I grew I up with. I had here in Dallas. We we had we have a fantastic PBS channel. Uh, public public broadcasting channel that Saturday and Sunday nights would show a lot of British comedies and Doctor Who and stuff. And because I was Man. a very lonely child, I, that's what I ended up doing on my weekends. So I know way too many uh, of these references. Amazing! <laughs> I know, a, <laughs> a, was watching. Oh I grew up with Tom Baker and 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 Are You Being Served? and and all these.
1: Oh, are You Being Served? Open all hours
0: open all hours was i was probably my favorite a lot of people don't know that one but
1: it's that that is a proper classic i'm you have my respect for even knowing that that exists (laughs) way um, off topic sorry yeah yeah, i I think to be perfectly honest i think this is the longest we've ever stayed on topic anyway so that's not a problem (laughs) hooray but but yeah i mean i I think like the product development is really it's an interesting one especially within the maker community because like uh someone said at the beginning of it um about the fact that there you know a lot of makers are trying to um to produce a product that they become known for so you know you you go to jimmy for the ice pick or you go to um hantel rescue for a little mini wrench or a massive wrench um and and everyone wants that you know that product that actually it it then becomes something that can fund them and i i mean i, I love the furter burner i and I don't know how these things, like how people can come up with these ideas. I think it's it's not something that you can sit down and go, right? What product defines me as a maker, as a person? It has to be a bit more of an organic thing. Um, right. But uh, I, I, Al, I saw you put your hand up, but I was yeah. What no. I was, was going to say is like I don't know if you guys have any more ideas on that sort of aspect of it.
2: Yeah, I just. Kind of linking what you just said then, Steve, about a, a product defining you. Mm. Um, and just going back to Wesley's point about being a bit hesitant about putting, by the his... way, I'm not
0: sure how I feel about <laughs> me being defined by by a, a wiener cooker. <laughs> for, for it's a nice <laughs> um,
2: yeah, go and watch Wesley's video where he me makes a little lantern from Serenity, that's that's way mm-hmm. more on brand. Um yeah. Oh but, right. Yeah. <laughs> but just um Steve, what you're saying about uh some uh, something that n- not defines, but you know, is 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 linked to your identity and linked to your yeah. personality, and your aesthetic and your style. And Wesley, to your point about just being a bit hesitant about putting your logo on it, um I for one think it's a really cool brand. So I think it it works perfectly in that situation. Yeah. And because of the styling of it, it works as well. It kind of looks like a 50s electronics yeah. brand, which is super nice. Um and then I was thinking about something like, say, Brett, like a product you might come out with. Um, it would it would have your aesthetic. It would have your branding, even without the literal brand of the Skull and Spade. thing, You would still recognize it as as something you made, um, because of yeah. the finishing, because of the techniques you use, because of the materials, because of the design. It it, it almost is branded without you having to slap the logo on. So I yeah. think just even looking at the 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 furter burner, it looks like a toaster. It looks like a a, an Airstream caravan. It looks like something from that era that al- already is branded yours without you even putting your logo on it. Yeah. That makes sense. I yeah. think
0: there's an opportunity, Brett, by the way, for you to uh, make some gardening implements. Uh, the skull and spade, spade <laughs> I think would be a, an excellent.
3: You know, oh that's God, not I a bad, that's not bad. <laughs> idea.
0: Hand but... forward spade. <laughs> Yes. Actually, that was a joke when it was in my head, but I think it's a That's really good idea. idea.
3: <laughs> it's fucking my brilliant. my mother actually made that pun slash suggestion like two years ago. So good to know Beautiful that you and my I'm mom rude. are on the same level. Excellent. The thing is, I am trying when to... your mom give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> Easy now. I'm still trying to figure out a way to contain and then market and also monetize grumpiness. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very difficult concept
1: I, th- I think uh the only person i know that's done that is jack d um, <laughs>
0: yeah
1: it's um, john
0: heise has done a very good job
3: yeah Hise. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> true but yeah no i like, i think it's a uh, it is a really hard one to come up with a a product that i suppose defines you is not the the real thing it's like like you said al It's it's about it being um instantly recognizable as something that you've made or that is associated with you um so something where you know you're you you make someone and everyone like brett with the um the fish hook key keyring thing like that's instantly recognizable as being yeah. a a brett original sort of thing um so yeah I, it, but how how you come up with that and i don't think it's something that you can you can't set out to go, hmm, what thing would
0: be associated with me find it? It, it, it has to happen organically? I've done that so many times, and it's, uh, yeah, it's a dead end for my brain.
3: Well, I feel like it's also very difficult to kind of accept the wins, because even if you just put something out there as a flippant idea, which I feel like has happened within the maker community, you got to think that some of the content creator people look at content that they create as the product, right? Their YouTube videos are the product, and... I've seen this happen with channels where they may be, you know, just cruising along slow and steady, and then they come up with some video that just explodes. And then instead of continuing what they were doing with just exploration and making whatever they want, they just go down that rabbit hole because they know that kind of video will just continue to produce for them. So they get locked into a product that they may or may not at the end of the day, want to be associated with or want to be their. This is the thing I brought to the world of, of making or YouTuber. Yeah. Well, the, what, they, the <laughs> guy. yeah. yeah. what I like,
0: that, that can be a problem with yeah. content creation is, I mean, we're, to make this work just financially, we have to chase those views. Yeah. Once you find something that works. Yeah. I mean, how I think the, do you, how far to chase that.
3: Yeah. Like
1: a, a good example of that is um, in fact, two good examples is John D Harvey with the tentacle bottle openers and Chris cash with the dragon's tail twist. Like they, I know I having had conversations with John, especially when we were talking about doing the, um, Um, uh, uh, logo thing for him like setting up a logo for him like it's not he didn't want to be defined by that one thing um and i know like uh chris like i have given i gave him shit for it earlier this week about the fact that you know everyone like he he is the the dragon tail bottle opener guy um and the the axe that he made has a has a dragon's twist on it and we we laughed and joked but like Yes, it's something that he is known for, and by just by putting that dragon's twist on it, it's instantly recognizable as being something that Chris made. Even though he is like the first person to tell you that that came from Matt Harris, not from him. Like it, it's not a, a him original; it's just something that uh, that people associate with him. Um, and you know, the, the reason that he makes so many of the dragon's twist bottle openers is, is because they sell. Like, it doesn't matter how many he produces, they all sell. It's the same with, like, with um my boss, Al. Like, he did not want to be known as a knife maker or an axe maker, but he's known as an axe maker. And, like, the, it doesn't matter how many axes or knives we produce, we will always be able to sell them, which is why we don't actually produce that many anymore because we don't, that's not what we want to do. He, that's why he spent the last 18 months concentrating almost solely on the kitchenware stuff because that's the 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 business that he wants to um to promote and to push Mm -hmm. so but i I do think it's quite a difficult thing once you're kind of in that um i don't want to call it a rut because it's not necessarily a rut but when (laughs) you when you're in that that zone where everyone associates associates that that product with you and it's not necessarily something you want to be associated with is there a a way that you can disassociate yourself without just making a big public, like, I don't want to do this anymore.
2: (laughs) 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 I'm done. It's the last ice pick. I'm not making another one.
1: Exactly. Like, I I don't know if there is an easy way to do that, to to disassociate yourself without coming up with another product.
2: Yeah. I mean, it it reminds me of just like the KLF, just destroying their entire back catalog of music. And then, Burning all the money that they made, I'm just like, no, fuck it. Yeah. You had yeah. one chance to listen to what we did, and it, you know, that's it. Not on Spotify. You can't get it anymore if you don't have yeah. it. Touch it. Yeah. Um, and there's merit in that, but I mean, for me as well. If 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 I think of the stuff that Wesley makes, I wouldn't want to go and buy a a cool laboratory coffee set. No, I'd want to buy a book of the thousand things that you've made. Because it's, yeah. because it's the ideas and the problem solving and the creativity that for me is the product, not the physical object. Because that's the thing yeah. that is, is you and that's the thing that's entertaining. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that, I think coming back, I'm kind of combining the things that you've all just said <laughs> as far as uh, trying to come up with, you're trying to get into that mindset of of what next product can I make and uh, Brett talking about uh, coming up with content. And I think that's that's where my brain is most of the time is, is when I'm trying to think of a new thing, I'm thinking, is this going to make good content? Because mm-hmm. that's kind of my focus and not necessarily. And I may come up with something that could have made a good product, but I wasn't thinking of it like that. I was thinking, yeah. is this going to make an interesting build mm-hmm. and may forget uh, there was a couple of things I was just. Cleaning out a whole bunch of stuff uh, out of the back corner of my workshop, and I came across a couple of old projects, and I just seeing them after all this time, uh, not thinking of them about about thinking thinking about the build itself. I realized, you know what? May these if I redid, if I redid these, these may actually be a decent product. Yeah. I just hadn't I hadn't seen them that way at the time. Yeah. So uh, it, it's hard to get your mind to switch gears between yeah content and item
1: yeah and I, I think that's for especially within this kind of community where it is a lot of um uh, a lot of content producers but there are just as many content just as many as content producers there are a huge amount of people that don't necessarily to produce content but they you know they, they want to do this as a hobby they want to be able to produce things and make money from their hobby to To make it self-sustaining um and i think like one of the the things that i've kind of noticed over the years um and especially having worked for for alex is the fact that actually you can't think what's what defines me or what would be a great product or what would sell really well you have to figure out what it is that you want make something that you're excited about that you're passionate about whether it's you know whether it's a uh, a, a really fucking cool um like coffee chemistry set or whether it's you know hand forged kitchenware or whether it's wooden gunk droid
0: yeah exactly like yeah, it doesn't, oh my it doesn't... god i forgot about my gunk droid i've, <laughs> I've set it aside so long ago yeah. i need to get back Do to that
2: complicated compound cuts on any project i've ever yeah. seen <laughs>
0: But oh it, my God. Yes.
1: It, that's what I mean though. Is it, it doesn't matter what uh, what the product is. If you go into it with the mindset of, I need to make something that is going to be the next big thing, chances are you're not going to make the next big thing. If you go into it with the mindset of, I want to make something because I want to make this thing. And then yeah. you iterate on that and you do the best job that you can with that. That's where a good product comes from. And that is spiffing. uh in which case al do you have an order
2: yeah it's swab
1: <laughs> Swab. Uh, so that means that i'm going first that's a really good word as well well done uh, that means that i'm first which means uh i have to remember who i was spiffing. oh yeah um i've already mentioned him uh it's a total re-spiff and i'm sure you all already follow him But uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Mr. Chris Cash from Mount Philip Metalworks, just because uh, I know he's overexposed and he's a bit of a prick, but uh, he's fucking lovely, and uh, I had a good chat with him um, earlier in the week, and I just I I just wanted to give him a little bit of a little bit of love because you know what it's.
3: It's fair, but listening to one of the recent episodes when he said you were going to come over and hang out with him once everything opens up, yes. made me very jealous slash angry. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just I mean, angry.
1: I, I, I'm not being funny, but you, you you could literally get in a car and drive to see him. It would take you like 40 hours, but you could do that. I, I have to plan these things ahead of time. It's distance. Oh, you just need a boat. Like, what are you complaining about? <laughs> Come on. I know, but I don't have a vote. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I just a shout out to Chris because he's fucking ace. And yes, hopefully next year I will be going out and staying with him for a couple weeks and fucking about and, and making some cool shit. Uh, swab, which means W. Wesley,
0: you are next. Who would you oh, like to spiff? I am going to spiff. Is that the thing? Spiff. Um Chris at Route 9 signs. Uh this guy makes the most incredible. I think who who introduced me? Jimmy may have introduced me. Um he makes small versions, like model versions, custom made of uh the types of signs that that I photograph on the side um, of the road. Like these uh, uh you know, Motis. It's called Goo. The style is googie. anyone who's not familiar with it it's like the the big swooping arrows neon Mm -hmm. you know the such fun fonts and uh he makes he makes like miniature versions of these (laughs) that are really detailed a lot of uh uh uh, laser cutting and hand assembly and painting and and they're they're really kind of
2: incredible um they're like functional wesley do they have neon and shit in them
0: They, I don't think he's done one that lights up yet, but he has, because I, I watch him on Instagram and he's come up with ways of like, um, making it look like tiny neon. Oh, cool. And he's like recently figured out a way. Cause when you, sweet, when you attach, when you Mount neon, they go on these little glass standoffs. Um, and he's, he's figured out a way to make the tiny standoffs now. (laughs) So they're getting more and more detailed.
2: Yeah, they're super cool. As they go oh, wow.
0: and, like making tiny light bulbs, and they're <laughs> really amazing. You got to go root nine signs yes. on Instagram.
1: So, so his um, his Instagram account is private. So I've just sent a request to to follow, but I is managed it? to Yeah, which is annoying. But I've just oh, I'm
3: just to... think you've got a different one. Um, you know, no, you've got I've, behind the scenes. Don't look at the behind the scenes one.
1: Uh, okay, that's why. But I I was gonna say I was looking at his. Um, uh website and the the clown uh the circus liquor circus liquor <laughs> one of my favorites <laughs> that's so fucking cool yeah yeah that's that's a great shout I am definitely following them now um yeah no good good shout man that's that's fucking awesome um uh owl you're next
2: um yeah so seeing as our Brett has stolen mine this week um I am going to spiff God damn it yeah. Uh, <laughs> a comic book artist called Freddie Williams. Um, I, I, I think I did know about Freddie Williams, but I didn't know about Freddie Williams until he appeared on an episode of Red Letter Media. Um, for some weird reason, I think he'd met them at a comic con. Um, but he 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 does a lot of the cover art for like uh, Batman versus Turtles, which is one of my favorite comics. Um, uh, he's an inker and a penciler, and he he just appeared on this 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 web show that I watch about movies, and he just seems like a really nice down to earth guy, um, and I started following him on Instagram, and his his style is just awesome.
1: Sorry, Al, can you just say again who that was? Because I was looking at Route Nine Signs Instagram and was completely distracted. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Freddie Williams, uh, Freddie D I E, uh, and he's he's actually Freddie Williams the second. I don't know if that's like a joke because I don't know anyone who actually has numbers after the name. I think that's really charming. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's a he's a oh shit, yes, super cool comic. You'll probably recognise yeah. some of his stuff. I think he's done some of the yeah. like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. He's done a lot of the new He Man stuff, um, yeah. but he's just super cool. And yeah, his Instagram. But like every day on Instagram, he's doing like a a piece of cover art. So, I don't know if it's like stuff he's done in the past or he's, he's literally knocking one of these out every day because they're, they're yeah. amazing. Uh, simple as that. Freddie yeah, Williams.
1: Nice. Good job. Uh, cool. Uh, Brett, do you want to finish us off?
3: I got suggested some animation uh, videos on YouTube, and I have no idea how I missed the boat. Al, even when you spiffed this gentleman, uh, I believe you it said it was a while ago. So... I I forgot it was that that guy's name, so... Right, but he has a secondary channel with more tutorial-driven stuff, correct? Yeah, and that was what I spiffed, so you Ah, you are free. Well, his main channel is just his namesake, which is Alan Becker, professional animator, but using stick figures and doing some really, really amazing (laughs) videos with what is effectively simplistic imagery again i I was just suggested the videos maybe a week or two ago i have totally missed the boat (laughs) on all of these (laughs) and i've just been blown away um as i've been kind of editing and doing i don't know various work on the computers i'll have the other monitor just playing one of his videos because it's it's just mind-boggling what can be done with stick figures and a high degree of knowledge when it comes to animation and Oh, do you know what he specifically works in, Al? Uh, it's a uh, flash program, work? so it's Adobe Flash, which is
2: now called Adobe Animate, but it's super simple frame nice. by frame, uh, flash animation.
3: Oh, my god, with well, like, tween- tweening, it's it's th- the simple as that, mind boggling, and I I really loved it. I mean, if, if anybody wants to go and check him out, it's Alan Becker, phonetically spelled. And the 30-minute-long video where it's animator versus animation is just a couple of weeks old. Um, It's it's number five. It's It's like the fifth film from... Oh, the fifth fifth film. (laughs) Well, I think it was five mini shorts, right? And then he combined them all together. So anyway, whatever. It's like the best 30 minutes on YouTube (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. At least in the last, I don't know how long. I haven't watched the video and been that engaged the entire time. And it's not a building video. It's not making anything. It's not weird lifestyle stuff. It you is just an it. episode of a cartoon. It's yeah. I I I completely
2: said to myself, Brett, this is the best thing on YouTube after watching it. Like, it's so good, completely wholeheartedly.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's not like the guy necessarily needs a, a bigger audience. He's got f- almost 14 million subscribers. That video that I'm referencing, that's two weeks old. Has 17 million views on it. Some of his <laughs> other ones are in like the 30, 40, 50 million, you know, view things. The guy clearly is being enjoyed by a lot of people, but I, I'm not 100% sure how the algorithm works. And this one totally went under my radar. So yeah, I, th- I think it's a I think it's a, like a bit of a cult thing. As, as I say,
2: I I didn't realize he was the stick fighting guy. And like this this stick fights thing has been around for years, like okay. pre pre YouTube. He, okay. he I, don't, I don't know where people put videos before YouTube. Um but he, he had a following for it. It was just like a house of these colored stick fighting people fighting. And he'd do like really cool, like matrix stuff. And I, and I just totally forgot about him. It was like the badger era of um YouTube, uh, internet movies. Okay. And, then, and when I saw that video that you sent, I was like, this rings a bell. And then I was like, Oh fuck, it's this guy. Um, but basically for the last 15 years, he's just been improving on that formula. Yeah. I mean, talking about, Earlier about, I don't want to be that guy. He is that guy. He is the guy who <laughs> animates stick figures fighting. Yeah. Um, but as Brett says, it just turns into this epic, like Akira manga battle. Yeah. With,
3: like it's fucking insane.
1: I'm, fuss- I'm sure I've we've seen talked.
3: It. We've <laughs> talked about it before uh with storytelling and everything like yeah. that. But yeah, there isn't then, a single word in the like whole the, yes. Yeah, there's no words. There's there's really even any text on the screen until they you know kind of play up the the user and the the character within it. Like <laughs> just what can be done with sound and visual and, yeah. and no real dialogue exchanges or just getting the emotion out of a stick figure? How do you, how do you <laughs> no, create a no stick figure make no you voice. Feel sad yeah. with no voice? Yes. Yeah. Just go and watch it. I think everybody that listens to this, all 12 of you are going to enjoy it.
1: <laughs> I, like, like I said, I'm, I'm hundred percent sure the way that you're describing it that I've seen um, the video, but I don't know for sure, and I'm not going to start watching it now because I.
2: So, so this is, this is the latest one, Steve. So I think every year he does one. Yeah, uh, maybe it's, it's, like, it's one. That Brett, as Brett says, they're usually broken up into like a series. Yeah. But every year, it's like because I'm assuming it takes him a long fucking time to make them. Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um. So you might you may have seen one like yeah. the original one from ten years ago or.
1: Yeah, so uh, that's what I was going to say. Though is like if it if it's what I think it is, then I one thousand percent agree that it's fucking brilliant, <laughs> um, and I'm sure it is. So I yeah, I'm I'm going to go subscribe and check out so I don't miss them in future. Um,
3: cool, right? I think well, that... Hold on, did I just hear back? I just... Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was my yeah.
0: That's my uh, notification sound. Good
1: ear.
3: <laughs> right, right. Um.
1: Oh my right.
0: God.
1: I think hey, it's about. To, uh, well, no, is there any other business before we
3: go? AOB? Wesley, no? any any other business that you want to just drop a little note on?
0: Um, Go to wesleytreat.com or wtreat.com if that's too long. I think furterburner.com should also work. Nice. Go check them out. I've still got a few in stock. Yeah. Um, if you'd yeah. like to grab one understand that uh the USPS is quite backed up right now so it may take a little <laughs> while to get to you but uh and i i am shipping to many countries right now also uh despite it being pretty expensive yeah um, but please have a look i'm 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 i i am pretty excited and, and a little bit <laughs> proud of having come out with this so um. yeah
3: you should be oh uh, i will i will just tack this on as to reiterate, but if anybody gets one of these and is listening to us, make sure that we're all seeing any modifications that you do, or if you do little one-off additives, like please make sure they get shared in Fools with Tools, like the Facebook room, tag Wesley on Instagram, whatever you got to do, just make sure that we all are aware of it.
0: Yeah, 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 I'm excited to see people's uh, modifications to this. Um, yeah, feel, feel free to, uh, to, uh, you know, make it your own. I am excited to see people do that and tag, yeah. yeah. Tag me on tag when you do it. Uh, even if you're just using it as intended for wieners, um, <laughs> tag me see? on Instagram, Wesley underscore treat. Uh, oh, I really true. want to see people do, uh, you know, cook, cook up their holiday hot dogs.
3: <laughs> um, I would yeah, challenge no. Al to make an entire meal with one, but that's just... I want to see.
0: Yes, I want to see. I sent one. I sent one to Tim Sway. He just got it today. Oh, brilliant. Tim Sway, for those who don't know, uh, doesn't eat meat. So I want to see what he can make. I'm hoping... I really want to see him roast up some asparagus or whatever the hell he is. Yeah, yeah nice. The that's real life. fat,
1: single <laughs> carrot. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, cool. Right. In which case... Uh, on all of the socials you're wesley Treat, except for instagram which is wesley underscore treat correct
0: correct um so. i'm i'm a little active on twitter and eh, uh but mostly yeah youtube and instagram facebook yeah. i'm not if i don't know you i'm not going to friend you on facebook i don't yeah. even really use it that much so um <laughs> yeah uh, find me find me on youtube and uh if you go to wesleytreat.com it's a it's a hub for for most things so perfect that, that's easy enough to remember
1: yeah so everyone go now uh hurry and uh go subscribe to wesley on everything because he's looking lovely um
0: thank you thank you for having me by the way this was a lot of fun
1: oh, thank you for coming man. this has been great it's been really good uh if you want to find the rest of us on social media uh all of the usual places uh i am at moonshine network's Brett is at Skull and Spade 13. And Al is at Al's Hack Shack. Al's oh, Hack Shack! <laughs> uh, if you're behind us as a group, Fools with Tools, it's that simple. Um, but yes, I think this is going to come out like the day before Christmas Eve. So Merry Holidays or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see you uh, maybe in the new year, maybe between Christmas and New Year's. We'll see. Uh, we love you. Bye! Bye! you <laughs>